If there's no wrong way to camp like a girl, why does it seem effortless to some and a mountain of obstacles to others? Is there a common denominator among those that go places and do things? Is there a simple way to increase your odds of being successful at something? My guest today is Joyce Shulman, and she has a brilliantly simple formula for increasing your chances of achieving anything you set out to do while improving your health, friendships, and brain power too. Stay tuned. Hello, my name is Janine Pettit and I'm a girl camper. I go places and do things with other adventurous and curious women. We camp like girls in tents, vans, travel trailers, motorhomes, and even cars. We travel solo and in groups to girl camping gatherings, large and small, to bucket list destinations with friends, or on our own to wherever the wind blows us. On this show, we'll talk about the qualities of a girl camper and how you can be a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party and you're invited. Stay tuned while we share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. The Girl Camper Podcast is brought to you by our consortium of girl camper friendly RV dealerships. General RV with 13 locations in the U.S., Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia, and Bankston Motorhomes with three locations in Alabama and two in Tennessee. Also providing support and sponsorship for Girl Camper is Campco Manufacturing, makers of over 4,000 products for your RV, boat, and tailgating needs. And GoRVing.com, home base for everything you need to get started RVing. And of course, our friends at Liberty Outdoors, makers of the Max and Mini RVs. Welcome, I'm Janine Pettit, girl camping ambassador, blogger, adventurist, and podcaster. And this is episode, cue the choir, 200 of Girl Camper, the podcast. On today's show, I welcome Joyce Schulman, girl camper, entrepreneur, TED Talk alum, and founder of 99 Walks. Joyce and I have the common bond of helping women meet their potential. Joyce is a recovering attorney, her words, not mine, has founded several successful businesses, raised two children, stayed happily married in the process, and she has wisdom on women wearing lots of hats in today's hectic world and has a way to help us reconnect with our health, well-being, and friendships along the way. Stay tuned. Before we jump in with our talk with Joyce, I've got some news to share with you, and it's RV show season. And if you want more information on RV dealers, shows, and rentals, head over to GoRVing.com. They have all kinds of stuff. Go to their Where to Find tab, and they'll have a state-by-state guide to where all the RV shows are happening. I'm going to be at the Boston RV Show January 25th and 26th. Pretty excited about that. The New England RV Dealers Association asked me to come up and talk. I'm giving two talks on Saturday and one on Sunday. And my talk is going to be on Factory to Fabulous, how to make our RVs feel like home. The little things we can do to 
de-factory them, <laughs> make them so pretty at home, homey. So I'm so looking forward to that. I hope you'll come up and say hello. If you want to come by the show, if you're going to come, send me a note on um, social media. Just go on Instagram or Girl Camper or Facebook Messenger and send me a note that you're going to be there. And, you know, uh, I'll tell you where you can find me. And maybe in between talks, I'm going to have some time to meet with people, but also maybe shop the floor with you a little. I'd love to see what everybody's looking at. Another thing I want to talk about before we head into our talk with Joyce is that this is the five-year anniversary of Girl Camper. It's our 200th episode, and I just can't let that go without thanking all of our cheerleaders out there, and you Girl Campers know who you are. I know that the show says Janine on it, but all of you are the driving force behind it. Whenever I get a letter and it says something like, wow, I bought an RV. I never thought I could do this, but I started listening to the podcast. And a year into it, I began to think, maybe I could do this. And then I went out and did it. And I bought an RV. And now I'm out there and I'm meeting people and I'm having so much fun. When I get those letters, it just completely re-energizes me and it makes me recommit to making this show happen every week. So it's a new year. It's our fifth year. And that just absolutely stupefies me because five years ago, I started writing a blog and now here we are. And we have girl camper chapters and experts and wisdom writers. And I'm so incredibly humbled by your trust in me by your generosity in sharing the podcast and the Girl Camper website with other people, and by your willingness to join me in mentoring other women into the girl camping world. I feel like we're just a big pyramid here. Like I say, hey, here's some great information on why we need weight distribution hitches. And then you say, hey, everybody, did you hear this? Mark Polk is on explaining weight distribution hitches. And we start going down and down and down and giving that information to people which builds confidence and helps people get out there. And I can't believe we're five years into this already. So I want to make a few promises to you with Girl Camper and and what's ahead for us. And I'm making that with the caveat that a promise is really a commitment to do your best. I mean, I can't make anything happen, right? I can only do my very best and I'm promising to do my very best. And I promise to keep finding women who are willing to share and mentor and raise other women up with kindness and generosity. And when I find those women, I promise to give them a place on Girl Camper platforms so they can bring those gifts to you. I promise to do my very best to keep Girl Campers public platforms, i.e. our Facebook page, the happy, caring, sharing, happy place that it is. And I'm not going to allow crabby campers to uh, put a damper on on all of us. They're not going to rain on our campfire. If I see a crabby camper, they're gone. I promise to do my best to create Girl Camper events that put that spark back in your eye, that give us all a little respite from the grown-up worlds that we live in and remind us of why we like that saying so much, making girls out of women. I love that saying, and that's what we're going to do this year when we're kicking off our camperies. 
It just seemed an appropriate day today to have Joyce on the show. She's a huge champion for women, and I'm privileged to have met so many encouraging women along the way. And this coming year is going to be the year of Girl Campers celebrating amazing women. That is our theme for 2020. So look forward to more Girl Camper stories, more encouragement, more celebrating all of you and the incredible women that you are. So amazing awaits in 2020. And thank you all so much for coming along on the ride. I've got one more fun thing to share before we head into our chat with Joyce, and that is about my absolute favorite thing from Camp Co. So at this time of year, we're always making lists about what our favorite things are. You know I have a lot of Camco stuff because Camco makes things. They make things for boating and tailgating, grilling and RVing and cleaning and maintaining things for having fun in the outdoors. But my very favorite Camco thing is my big red campfire. So it's Christmas time and I was sitting out there with my family because it's 54 degrees in New Jersey and it was so nice to go out there and light that thing up on the back porch. Just use it for 20 minutes. Have the heat, have the warmth, have the fire, have the community. Don't mess with wood. Don't mess with getting things started. Don't have to worry about sitting out there until that fire dies down. I just wanted 20 minutes. And I love it when um, RV companies and RV manufacturers, product makers, have things that are dual purpose. So they made this for the campground, but I love it so much at home. And when I can make a purchase like that and I can use it in both places, it's great. So the Big Red Campfire comes in two sizes, 11 and 13 inches. It's got 65,000 BTUs. It has a 10-foot propane hose. That propane tank, a 20-pound propane tank, lasts a long time and costs way less than firewood. Check that out at your favorite Campco seller and find the best price for you because Campco sells all over the place. So go online, search that out, and maybe buy the little attachment so you could cook your um, cast iron on the stove too. Campco, they make things, make things for having fun. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back, everyone. My guest today is Joyce Schulman. Joyce wears many hats in life. She's an attorney by trade, an entrepreneur by inspiration and drive, an advocate for women in the workplace, and the founder of 99 Walks. She's actually heading to California this week to give a TED Talk on the power of female friendships. In her spare time, she's also a wife and mom, so she gets this dilemma we all face about finding time for ourselves, and I'm thrilled to welcome Joyce to the show. Joyce, Hi. welcome. I am thrilled to be an honorary part of the Girl Camper family. Well, you know what? I, I'm amazed by what you do, Joyce, and I can't wait to talk about 99 Walks. But before we talk about that, tell people a little bit about you. Well, you gave a nice introduction in your overview, so thank you for that. Uh, as you said, I started my career as a commercial litigator in New York City, and I actually, I know a lot of lawyers hate what they do, but I actually loved what I did. I had the opportunity to work with some amazing people and learn a tremendous amount, and it was it was quite a great experience, but I've always had this entrepreneurial spirit. I started my first company while I was in law school with my sister, which is a terrible idea. should not. Not start, not working with my sister, but starting a business while you're in law school is a really bad plan. Um, 
And my husband and I got married and we shared this entrepreneurial spirit and we would spend Sunday nights talking about what we could possibly do to start a business and start growing something on our own. So one day we came up with an idea, and of course this is four businesses ago, but we came up with an idea that we thought was brilliant. We quit our jobs, we sold our apartment, we moved to a little house uh, out in the country and we started our first business and we've been working together, building businesses, reaching people, connecting ever since. And you, you really, you have an entrepreneurial spirit. I, I uh, when I first learned about you, and through ninety nine walks, I started thinking, my God, this woman. And then I, then I listened to every podcast you were on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I researched you and listened to every podcast you were on. And what really struck me is that you you are really an advocate for women in the workforce, in the workplace. You're an, uh, a person who likes to inspire and empower. But you don't just inspire because you really help women with the tools to achieve their dreams. Uh, and tell me how you came about uh, founding 99 Walks. Because it's like so, your fourth business. It is. So for the, the last decade, I've actually been working really closely with women through Macaroni Kid, which is our, our other business. And through that experience, I've really come to, to learn that some of the challenges I face or many of the challenges I face are shared by other women. So we're stretched in so many different directions. We put ourselves last. Society is telling us that everybody else is supposed to come first. And we are struggling to keep it all together and do it in a way that we feel or society has told us we're supposed to be doing it. And the two things that go first, I believe, when women make those kinds of sacrifices is their physical and emotional well-being and their connection with their friends. Mm. I've seen that around the campfire. So what struck me about 99 Walks is it's very similar to my experience of meeting women in the last 14 years and sitting around the campfire. And I have found that when women are invited to come camping for the first time, we often have to give them permission to go. In what way? They're so used to, oh, I can't. My son has a football game. Um, my mother might need me. Uh, you know, this the third weekend is the weekend that our church does there. Everybody else comes first. So sometimes it's just a question of, you know what? It's okay. Everybody will get by if you go away for just one weekend. And once we get them out the door, they're like, you know what? The rejuvenating effects of that weekend away helped me in so many other ways. I think I need to start making time for myself. So I have two thoughts on that. Uh, the first is I'm writing a book or I've written a book, which I hope to have uh, published by the end of this year, but it's a little tight. But I there's one section of that book where I talk about this experience that I had, and the section is called Lessons Learned from the Bathroom Floor. Oh, no, you do tell. So I got hit with a stomach bug. This is about two years ago. And I don't just mean any stomach bug. I mean the stomach bug. The one that had you lying on the floor of the bathroom because the cold tile feels so good against your face. Yes, I've been there. So I, the next morning I crawled back into my bed feeling slightly better but not capable of doing anything. And I canceled everything for two days. Mm-hmm. And I had obligations to my kids, I had obligations to my business, I had meetings scheduled and phone calls, and I I canceled 
everything because I didn't have a choice. And you know what happened? Guess what happened? Nothing. Right. Exactly. The world did not come to a grinding halt. But to your point, it's not about finding time to take care of yourself. It's not about finding time to go camping with your girlfriends or take that time to sit around. It's not that. It's not about finding time to walk with your friends or walk by yourself. It's about making time. It's about making yourself and your own wellness enough of a priority that you're willing to make time. And how do we help women to make that leap in their head? I've been talking about this stuff for a decade. And for me, I feel like it's changing and I feel like the conversation around me is changing. And then I start talking to women and I realize that it's not, not in a broad and profound kind of way. So the short answer is, I think we just need to keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I think little bit by little bit, we have to encourage women to start making that time and recognizing the shift that they experience when they do make that time. But then here's the, here's the thing. You have to keep reminding yourself because even though, and I'm sure you've seen this with your girl camper members. So you make that time. You take that weekend away. You have all of your cup refilled from that experience. And then you go back into your life. And eight, ten months later, you're back in it. And you're almost in the same place of the I can't make time. It's like we have to be reminded of it every single time. Does that make sense? It does. And this is why I honestly believe that you have to schedule this time for yourself. I mean, I came into girl camping at a very awkward time. Um, It was 12 years ago, 13 or more years ago. Um, My daughter, oldest, was a sophomore in college. My son was a sophomore in high school. And we just adopted our foster daughter who was in second grade. And I found out about this group and I said, oh, this looks like so much fun. I want to do this. But of course I can. What kind of bad mother, you know, goes off camping when she has a seven-year-old? And my husband really grabbed me by the shoulders and he said, you better join these women because you're going to hit the wall. And I'm telling you, having that to look forward to got me over middle school because by then all my girlfriends were done and I was at the science fair. Like, going, what happened? What happened? But I discovered that I could create a balance. I would go in the spring with my girlfriends two times, and then the summer was family camping. And then the fall, I did a trip September, October, November. So I had these five trips a year in those days, and I really looked forward to them. But I also had people in my corner encouraging me to do that for myself. And I don't think every woman has that. I agree. I have conversations like you. It sounds like I have a super supportive husband. And we have conversations over and over again that go like this. I say, I'm completely burned out. I need to take some time for myself. He says, plan a weekend away. I say, I can't. I'm too busy. He says, plan something for the spring. I say, but I need it now. And he says, Yeah, but chances are you'll probably need it then too. So get it on the calendar. (laughs) Yeah, so deal with this now. So maybe in the now, it's not a weekend away, but it's really just an afternoon to have lunch with a girlfriend and turn off the phone and take a walk in the park. So I want to talk about your work through Macaroni Kids, which is 
kind of a different demographic than the girl campers. They're they're still in the thick of it. You know, these are the moms that soccer camp and doing all of that. But with your work in Macaroni Kids, and you have 550 Macaroni Kid moms throughout the country who publish beautiful blogs and great uh, how-to tips for parenting and family and staying connected all across the country. But that makes a great um, research project for you where you can take a look at all those publishers and you started asking questions. So tell us what you discovered in observing the Macaroni Moms. Well, there's, there's observing. observing. So, and, and honestly, it's not even just observing because I've worked really closely with these women for so many years. And what I see over and over is that the struggle is real between your sense of identity, the things that you need personally, and, and I'm using air quotes on a podcast, I apologize, but and being a good mom, mm-hmm. right? Good moms don't leave their kids and go camping for a weekend. That's what we and, tell ourselves. Yep. That's That's what what we tell ourselves. And then earlier this year, we really tried to codify what we've seen with a large research project. And we surveyed 2,300 women. And what we discovered is that 73% of them suffer from loneliness. That is staggeringly high. It is, but when you start digging into some of the research around loneliness, uh, you discover that uh, Americans are suffering from a loneliness crisis. Uh, I love this quote earlier this year. The Surgeon General said, and I'm going to quote him, but I may, uh, I'll try to get it exactly right, that loneliness and weak social connections are associated with a reduction in lifespan similar to that caused by smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. Just wow. That's so you and I met in New York a couple weeks ago and we were talking and I was sharing with you my 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 theory that women in our age group and, and those younger than us now, and I actually mentor a few younger moms with small kids right now. We suffer from a lack of that clothesline culture. I call it the clothesline culture that our mothers had where they didn't work. And when somebody rang the doorbell and, you know, my mom could see by the look on the face, something's going on with and We were all shooed outside and those women sat down. They talked it out. It didn't it didn't fester for days and days and days. They sat down. They made a cup of coffee. They had that companionship, even if it was just over the backyard fence while they were hanging a load on the line. And women today, we don't have that. Absolutely. I'm my my expression around that similar to yours is we were not meant to raise our kids by ourselves at the end of a long driveway behind a white picket fence. That's insane. We were meant to raise our families surrounded by our moms, our sisters, our aunties, our cousins. Mm-hmm. The idea that you're supposed to raise your kids alone is insane. And then as you start to see the next generation, our grandparents, our older people, they're not supposed to be alone either. No, they're not. And as someone whose grandparents lived with us half of the year and until they went to Florida after Thanksgiving and stayed there all winter, and came, we could not wait until they got back. They were such a part of our lives, and, and they were so lonesome for us by the time they got back. Yep. So that kept them, both of my grandparents died in their late 80s, 
you know, my grandma was still making us sandwiches two weeks before she passed away. She was so involved and happy to be around activity. I think it kept her younger and healthier longer. The, the research, research supports, supports that. that. Right. So what was your idea with 99 Walks? Tell us what 99 Walks is all about. So, so 99, 99 Walks is on a mission to get a million women up together and walking because what we have seen both through our personal experience as well as through the research is that a lot of very beautiful things happen when women walk together. For me personally, it checks three boxes. So women are also, we talked a bit about loneliness, but women are facing a fitness and wellness crisis in this country. More than 70% of American women are overweight or obese. And those are statistics that are literally going to kill us. So you combine that with the loneliness piece and there's a crisis. So walking is incredibly powerful for your physical well-being as well. Uh, just to give you a little bit of top line, studies have shown that walking reduces your risk of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart disease, diabetes, dementia, osteoporosis, and several kinds of cancer. So it's the real deal. And, and it's so simple because anyone can do it. It doesn't Pretty cost much. anything. You just slap on your shoes and go. Exactly. Pretty much anytime, anywhere, and even people, women who are deconditioned, who are not super physically deconditioned. Mutant. I love that term. <laughs> it's, it's not because, because it's, it's not a weight, weight thing. Yeah. Necessarily. There no, are there women. are thin people who don't use their muscles anymore. Exactly. Uh, so walking is incredibly powerful for your body. It's incredibly powerful for your mood. It's a wonderful way to combat depression and boost your mood. And it fuels your brain power. Uh, walking improves your decision making, your memory and all of that. Okay, so walking is really great for your body. So it, uh, for me personally, walking has always been a tremendous piece of my physical well-being and I'm super active. I'm, I'm a crossfitter. I'm, I'm all of those things. I'm always moving and doing things. But as far as that kind of sustained activity that I know is good for my heart, and honestly, walking is the most powerful thing I can do to control my weight. Uh, yeah, I'm super active, but the only thing that has that kind of impact and, and keeps, keeps my weight under because I love food. I don't know about you, Jeannie, but like I love food. Oh, I right? do. <laughs> yes. So you got to start with that. Yeah. And then piece number two is being outside in nature is really important for me and I believe for everyone. And the last piece of it is having this time to have those kinds of conversations with your girlfriends. Exactly what you're talking about, about how your mom would have those conversations over a cup of coffee. The truth of the matter is I don't have time to sit with my friends for a cup of coffee. Mm. So if I go for a walk with a friend, I'm checking three boxes. I'm getting some exercise, I'm outdoor in nature, and I'm having the opportunity to have those conversations. And then you add to that, walking boosts your levels of all happiness hormones, mm -hmm. dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin. It's just this magical soup of what walking with your girlfriends can do for you. You know, I really love it. I, I, I make a health and wellness pledge every year. But in reality, I said to my nephew, who's a big trainer one day, I said, Bobby, I, I hate gyms. I hate the noise coming in at me. It feels the opposite of everything you've just described to me. It doesn't feel nature. It feels like more 
more stuff coming in. And he said to me, what do you like? And I said, well, I just like to go outside for a walk. And he said, then do that. Just do whatever makes you feel good. And really being outside in sunshine, the nature, everything you talked about is just so, it's so easy. It's so easy. And it, and it feels like I don't have to make a commitment to a gym time where I can't go here because it's too crowded at that time of day. So I like that I can work this into my day whenever I want. I want to talk about the app for a minute because I got to tell you, I'm not a techie person. And sometimes I download apps and I, I can't work them. But so I joined 99 Walks a few months ago. And I will say this. I've done more walks in the last like two and a half months with my app than I have done in the last year. Oh, that thrills me. Thank I, you. It, it, I love it. And I can tell you this. I'm not getting out there every day because I do a little battle with myself every day. There is a part of me that says, just knock out these few things at your desk before you get out there. And then once I sit down here, it's I, lo I lost. I lost. Sometimes I will go out at night, but by then I'm like, oh, I just want to, you know, watch Netflix. So, <laughs> um, but I keep getting kind of called back to it. You know, I'll do really well. And then for me, because I travel a lot, once I get out of my routine at home, it tends to fall apart. So my challenge is to keep it up when I'm traveling. But the app is super friendly and super easy to use. So I set it and it tracks my walk for me. Then when I get home, I can look at the map and see the whole neighborhood I went all around. And, and it's very easy to use. So I would love for you to just take a minute and tell everybody about what went into the design of the app. So, so the 99, 99 Walks app. So 99, 99 Walks as a business is a monthly challenge for women, walking challenge for women. You set your own goal, though we recommend a goal of 33 miles as a good starting point for many women. If that's too much for you, that's cool. My mom, who is 80, I won't call her out, my mom is 80 something. She's a 99 Walks member and her goal is either 20 or 25 miles a month. So you set what works for you. Okay. Then the app will track your miles and also track your maps to see so you can look back and see where you've gone. And if you crush your goal at the end of the month, we send you what we call wearable inspiration. We'll talk a little bit about the Girl Camper wearable inspiration because we have some custom exclusive uh, wearable inspiration coming for you guys. Um, and the other thing, we offer are a bunch of tools and tips because we believe that walking is a gateway and the mission of 99 Walks is to get women walking their way to better because it's not just about crushing those miles. It's about taking intentional walks that give you the opportunity to get that clarity, to get those happy hormones, all of those pieces that come along with it. So we have a suite of tools that help support our members. We have daily walking classes. We have walking meditations which are amazing. Um, I don't know exactly when this is launching, but by the time this podcast goes live, we will have added treadmill classes and housewalking classes for these winter months when a lot of people get trapped home some days. And then we have music within the app to keep you going and team features because we encourage our members to form and create teams where they're walking together towards a goal. 
Well, wow, that, that was, was a lot. lot. <laughs> well, but I, I, I want to tell about my personal experience with him for a minute. So I had one of your 99 walk coaches. I was walking with Michelle or whatever her name was. And, and I really needed this initially because my mind wanders. And I'm half a mile up my street and I realize I'm thinking about a blog post I have to write and I'm making a to-do list in my head and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to turn on one of the talking ladies here because I need to get out of this space in my head. So that was very helpful to me to just have her be talking about where are your shoulders at and let's move your arms and the kind of breathing. I really needed that to help me be where I was and not just walking in a, ma- a meeting in my mind. So, so it, I, I don't want to say this because people, I'm afraid that people are going to go like, oh, wait, I don't meditate. But the truth is, walking through 99 Walks is partly meditative in the sense that we are encouraging you through our classes to be mindful and to be in the moment exactly, exactly to your point. And let me tell you, there's nobody in the world that can make lists to-do lists like I can. I'm and I right have found, with you. Yeah. And I have found in this world of mindfulness where that's just such a big a thing right now. And I've got a very mindful daughter and this, this not mindful mom, but I'm mindful in a different way. So if I was walking with my daughter, my daughter would be in kind of her mindful state, which is what her way of relaxing is, but I would be doing something in mine. I would be counting my blessings. I would be thanking God for the things. So we all can do it in whatever way works for us. But it is what we talk about intentional walks. Mm -hmm. And part of that exercise is walking away from your responsibilities to take that time to count your blessings, count your steps, be present in whatever way that is for you. But almost circling back to where we started in this conversation, women are not taking that time. Right? It seems insane to have a conversation that goes... Most women can't take thir- don't feel like they can take 30 minutes to decompress and do something for themselves and their bodies. What is that? That's insane. Well, I, and I find like the challenge here is to challenge yourself. So when I first downloaded 99 Walks, I said, I'm going to walk every day for 30 days, hell or high water. I don't, and I did really well until I started traveling. I even went out in the rain at home. And what I discovered is when I take my walk first thing in the morning, I feel like I already beat the odds. Like whatever work challenge comes up in this day, hey, I'm on a roll here. I got my walk in. So I'm, I'm ready to do battle. I'm ready to take down, you know, whatever obstacle is in my way. So it does set my mind in a way that, you know what? I'm I'm putting my best foot forward. So it helps me in that way. I really do think I have noticed a difference in the terms of clarity. Like your your decision making is sharper. You've got oxygen in your blood. You're moving. You're you're firing on all cylinders. So I notice that difference. Absolutely. So, so I would challenge you to, to keep walking, walking when you're traveling. Because I can only assume that when you're traveling you don't need those things less, you might need them more. So it's okay when you're traveling to say, I can't go take my favorite Zumba class because if that's your routine. 
But with all due respect, Janine, you can probably walk pretty much anywhere. So one of the 99 Walks members, I love this. She works. She's very busy. She walks intentionally in airports. So when she gets to her gate and she has half an hour before they're going to start boarding, she fires up her app, she puts in her headphones, and she airport walks. Yes. I actually thought of that last week because I had uh, two hours to kill sitting in Boston last week. And I'm like, and the excuse I gave myself is, well, I can't drag this carry on behind me. But I could have. That was an excuse. That yeah, was, you know, you, you can, can sit and eat Cinnabons or you can walk. But for me personally, and I travel a fair bit too, I actually always check my bag. So you free. Yeah. I want to talk about where you're traveling next week because you are heading out to go to San Francisco to do something that is so awesome. You are awesome, awesome, you mean terrifying? Yeah, terrifyingly awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But I know you're going to kill it because you're so good. You're going to give a TED Talk. Can you tell us? I I mean, I'm a big TED Talk fan. I just sit and watch them on YouTube when I'm trying to relax. And how did that all come about? And what is your talk about? It came about actually through a woman I know who founded or is organizing a TEDx Delthorne Women, actually outside of L.A., next Saturday. It is sold out. That's exciting. And actually, by the time this airs, the the talk should be, the video should be live. Uh, But it's somebody I know. So when she was organizing the speakers for this year, it's not her first year, which is great, uh, she sent me an email and said, would you like to apply? And I said, I would like to apply. So I submitted my application and my sample video and what I would like to talk about and all that good stuff. And I was chosen. And off I go. I'm leaving on Thursday. I take the TED stage on Saturday. And my subject, no surprise, is why walking is magic for women. Uh, You know what? So I'm so glad we're talking about this because by the time this airs at the end of December to kick off our initiative together, which we're going to talk about in a second, everybody can hang up from this podcast and go right onto YouTube and watch your TED Talk. I I hope so. so. I I was told that it takes a couple of weeks for that to to get live. So I I don't know for sure, but I'm hopeful. Well, we're going to post it on Girl Camper when it is. So let's talk about what you and I came up with together because I started using your app and tagging you because when something's good, we want to let people know. And you reached out to me and we started talking and I felt there were so many connections between Girl Camper and and, and the loneliness around that campfire and, and what women are trying to find a place. And, and there's a little bit of this, you know, stage two in life of the kids are gone. Like, what am I doing now? And part of that is let's let's try to get healthier. Let's try to be the best we can be for this part of our lives. And a lot of times when we've given so much to other people, we've let go of ourselves. So I was very attracted to what you're doing, Joyce. And we sat down and talked and we, we've got a great plan for girl campers and 99 walkers. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, of course, girl campers uh, can walk anywhere all the time. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, But your community, they're adventurous. And my uncle, this was a million years ago, but I have an uncle who loves to travel and uh, he and my aunt uh, have done a lot of biking trips. And I remember, honestly, this is probably 20 years ago he said this. He said, the best way 
to get to know a new community or someplace you're traveling is to get out and walk around it. And I think that's so true. We do that at the campground. You know, right. it's strolling. It's not walking, but it's strolling and visiting. So when you talk about your three points about health, about nature, about friendship, when we're walking around that campground, you're meeting new women, you're connecting, you're making connection, which is what we all need. And, and I would add to that, that I would encourage perhaps some of your members, members and we're, we, we have, have to get back, back to what we're doing together, together but I would encourage people, there is something less intimidating about saying to someone you don't know well or even a stranger let's go take a walk Mm -hmm. and get a couple of women especially for the people who travel with you and guys and maybe don't know a lot of people i i just really love that so when you guys get together like yeah yep no it is and it's a great way to get to know people that came to the campground and and know their lives. And, you know, there's always that conversation, you know, how did you find out about girl camping and what kind of like just sharing your story as you walk? Yeah. And I promise you conversations flow more easily when you're walking. So you start those conversations when you're walking, you end them at the end of the night around the campfire. And I believe it will heighten and amplify all the things that make what you do amazing. And there is a lot of science behind this left, right, left, right. It actually moves your brain. It removes stress. It removes stored trauma. And it goes from the left side of your brain and out the right side. And you feel so much better. So you and I are going to partner. And we are going to kick off the new year and really encourage women to take time for themselves to get out there and get moving and kind of to, you know, use a term from the Army, be all that you can be, you know, like reconditioned so you said deconditioned and I thought that's true I know lots of tall thin lanky people who who smoke and never get outside so recondition ourselves so that this part of our lives can be really great so you have kindly offered a girl camper discount to new members of 99 walks but so would you tell what people get with a 99 walks membership what it's all about Sure. So 99 Walks is a monthly membership subscription at $16 a month. For your 16 bucks, you get access to the 99 Walks app, which we were talking about. You get access to daily walking classes of all different kinds of varieties. So we have empowerment walks, we have journey walks, we have walking meditation. And as I said, by the time this airs, we will have treadmill walks and house walking walks. You get access to podcasts within the app that you can listen to. We do a weekly podcast that we call The Weekly Walk, and it's the perfect podcast to take with you on a 30-minute walk. You can track your walks and your miles, keep track of all of those things, set your goal, and really work towards that goal. And once you crush that goal, which is a goal that you set, we see that on the back end, and we send you the month's wearable inspiration, which is a bracelet engraved with the theme of the month. So December's theme is Believe in Possibility. Though for the Girl Camper Crew, we are creating a special exclusive bracelet for the Girl Camper community. I love, I love this so much. Is it just going to Girl Campers, or are all of the 99 Walkers getting it? Uh, the girl camper bracelet is exclusive for you guys. Oh, I love it. Tell everyone what it's going to say. 
I bet you they can guess. I bet you they can guess. It's going to say, going places, doing things, because that's what you guys are all about, right? Right. And you know what? I'm inspired to be in the best shape I can be to do those things for for this fun part of my life. Right. What, what a bummer it would be to get through all of those years of really self-sacrifice and doing for other people and not coming out the other side of that ready to really enjoy the time that you have to focus a little bit more on yourself. Yeah. And so that's what I think. So we have all these Girl Camper chapter guides around the country. Our chapter guides are going to have this on their little micro sites. It's going to be on the home site. So everybody can be have an easy time finding it. And I hope that everybody will form chapters. And I just want to ask you to speak to um, the girls a minute about what your chapters are, your virtual walking groups. So within the 99 Walks app, we encourage our members to create teams. So if you're a part of a team, you are walking together towards a common goal. So the team goal will be the uh, sum of the individual members' goals. Mm -hmm. And you have the opportunity within the app to comment on each other's walks and to connect with each other in in that way. Okay. So... Everybody can do it however they want, which is what I love. If, Like for me, I have incoming all the time, so I enjoy being by myself out there on a walk. And really now I'm walking with nothing coming in my head. Now, no podcast music. I'm just walking. Just in a rhythm, in my own rhythm, I'm, I'm taking a page from some of your breathing and meditation. So I'm concentrating on that and I'm, I'm just taking in beauty. But everybody should do what works best for them. And I would say even to you, you have found this beautiful place where you're walking and using that as your quiet and uh, recovery sort of time, mental recovery time. Mm -hmm. But if you find yourself drifting or you find yourself going back into creating the to-do list, I would encourage you to fire up a meditation just to, they're only 15 minutes, so it can be just part of your walk, bring yourself back to that moment. Uh, The other thing that I wanted to mention is 99 Walks is $16 a month, but we have a $5 off uh, coupon or code just for girl campers. So you you guys have that too. What is the code? Is it, I will have, have to put, put it in the we'll, show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. It's usually we have Girl Camper. That makes it simple as can be. But we'll make sure that works with your program. And so I'm, everybody. I, well, I yeah, am actually, I am 99% sure it's Girl Camper. <laughs> okay. And that way everybody gets $5 off their first month. So you can try it all out for $11. I have not earned my first piece of wearable jewelry but I love the phrases you have on them. I saw one online and it said um, playing the long game, which I love. Um, that was one of my favorite phrases and something I often say around the house. Somebody will get upset and I'm like, okay, let it go. This is, We're playing the long game here. Like it's just one incident. Let's move forward, you know. So I love all the phrases that you've put on your jewelry. And I imagine after you've been doing it for six or seven months and you have a bangle full of bracelets on your arm, every day you're looking at all those accomplishments. Hashtag earned is the hashtag we use for those. Yeah, so I love that. Joyce, before I let you go, I have to tell everybody that you have had some camping experience so you you took your kids camping. How did that go? We uh, 
borrowed an RV, actually, from the team at Go RVing two summers ago, and we went up to Maine. Now, this is a long story, but when I was a kid, my family owned a summer camp in Maine. My dad's a retired coach. My mother's a retired dance teacher, and the summer job was this camp. So Maine is incredibly special to me. And we spent about 10 days camping in Maine in an RV that was too big, honestly. So for all the people out there who think that they want an RV that's gigantic and is like their home, I would say to you that you might not. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple, silly. Keep it simple. Um, Can you imagine yourself becoming a girl camper? You're almost an empty nester. Not quite. Not quite. Um, I would like to blink my eyes and be at one of your campfires at least once a month. Yes. I'm, I'm telling you, that saved me when um, I was in a very hectic time of my life. The three weeks leading up to that and in between, I had all that anticipation and I could always say, oh, in two more weeks, in three more, I'm going to be with the girls. Yeah. Yep. Well, I hope we can get you there, Joyce. Let's do it. Where are we going? I, I, I want to get you down to Texas so you can give us your TED Talk in person. Oh, I would love that. Let's go. <laughs> well, Joyce, I'm, I'm so excited to kick this off for you. You're you, This is going to be already happened, but I'm wishing you well right now. I put angel's wings on you, and I know you're going to do great when you get down there. And I wish you the very best with your talk. It's going to be incredible. But thank you for partnering with Girl Camper. I think this is such an important initiative and a great way for us to continue connecting women to other women. Exactly. So I love this. We've got your back thing. That's what we're doing. So thank you so much for taking the time today. And and as I said from the beginning, having me as an honorary member of the Girl Camper community, it's really fantastic. Well, we're going to move you from honorary to actual next April. Perfect. Okay. Joyce, have a great day. Did you get your walk in yet? Uh, not today. I woke up today and it was uh, snowing and I love to walk in the snow, but it was like that wet, awful snow. So this afternoon. Okay. Get out there. All right, my friend. Good luck on Thursday, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Well, that's our show for today. I cannot tell you how excited I am to be launching into this endeavor with 99 Walks. All of our Girl Camper Chapter Guides have a link on their pages for 99 Walks. Everybody's already starting little groups and our Girl Camper Guides are doing a little group. We're helping each other stay on task and a little accountability between us and posting what we're doing every day and how we got our walk-in and maybe the frustrations of not always being able to get a walk-in. So I'm so excited about this endeavor. So thank you, Joyce, for coming on the show and for all you do, Lifting Women Up. She, She is She's incredible, and I can't wait till that TED Talk comes out. And when it does, I'm going to be sharing it online with all of you. I'd also like to thank our sponsors, Camp Co. They make things, and they make it fun. Go RVing, always putting out great things there. Head over to GoRVing.com and check them out. And our Girl Camper Friendly RV dealerships, Bankston Motorhomes in Alabama and Tennessee, General RV with 13 locations across the country, and our friends at Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia. That is a wrap, not just for the show, everyone, but for another year in the Girl Camper um, Archive. So thank you for being with us on the show and all through the year. And I am looking forward to next year. Happy New Year's and happy trails to you.